Hello friends, another week and a new month is upon us and what a blessing it is to be alive. Thank you once again for meeting here and allowing me into your space while we do life together. Today, I want us to start a conversation about relationships. I want to look at the statement, relationships matter. I borrowed some of my thoughts from a book I read a while ago entitled Relational Intelligence. If you have lived long enough, you know by now that relationships matter. Yes, relationships matter. Relationship matters. You can never make it in life without meaningful relationships. Every relationship you are in will give you something, whether good or bad. There are three levels of relationships. Upward relationships, sideways relationships, and downward relationships. Our greatest need in life is not money or material things. I believe our greatest need in life is meaningful relationships. One of the saddest statements you will ever read in the Bible is when David said, No man cared for my soul. I was lonely. I turned to the left, there was no help. To the right and refuge failed me. And no man cared for my soul. If you look through the Bible, Jesus never sent anybody out alone. The least was two by two. David appears before Ahimelech and the priest said to him, Why are you alone? Friends, you need divine connections and divine appointments because you cannot make it in life alone. David was anointed three times to be king. But he would have never become a king without Jonathan. Jonathan shot arrows to talk to him. Jonathan loved him. In the book of Ruth, if Ruth hadn't met and followed Naomi, and granted that she had not met Boaz, what would have happened? Paul the apostle was called and anointed. No question about that. But granted he hadn't met Barnabas, he would have been a discouraged disciple. The point here is, everybody needs somebody. Every height you will ever get to will be because of relationships. Take for example, some of you are married today because someone introduced your spouse to you. Some of you, you have your job today because somebody introduced you to it. You even may attend the church you go to today because a friend or family member led you there. The key to your promotion is in somebody's hands. So be intentional and deliberate in building relationships. Let's get away from this lie that as for me, it is just me and Jesus. 
Adam walked with God day and night, and yet God himself said it was not good. Adam could never have taken dominion without Eve. So we get it. I hope you do. Relationships matter. But the question is, with whom should we build relationships? A. Build relationships with honest people. You do not need people who will flatter you. You don't need false friends and true enemies. You don't need frenemies, as my spiritual father, Dr. Franco Fuswapia, calls them. B. Build relationships with people who will level it with you. In the movie, The American President, Michael Douglas portrayed as Andy Shepard, the president, he and his friend AJ are having a conversation while playing pool. The president is dealing with a situation that has caused the whole nation to, to, to rise up and have a conversation about his personal life. And whilst he's alone with AJ, his best friend, for years in the pool room, AJ levels it with him. The president is not exactly happy about the exchanges. And so he asks AJ, if you are that good and that smart, why is it that in 25 years, I have never seen your name on a ballot box? Why are you always one step behind me? AJ responds candidly and said, if I wasn't, you would have been the most popular history professor at the University of Wisconsin and not the President of the United States. Do you have a friend like AJ? A friend who does not mind being one step behind you, even though he's smart, even though he's clever, even though he has potential. He doesn't mind being one step behind you so your dreams can become a reality. See, you need friends that will encourage you. In Acts chapter 9, there is an interesting story about Paul's escape from the hands of the Jews. In Acts 9, 23 to 25, Bible said, And after that, many days were fulfilled. The Jews took counsel to kill him. But their laying await was known of Saul. And they watched the gates day and night to kill him. Then the disciples took him by night and led him down by the wall in a basket. The disciples helped Paul, the apostle, to escape using a basket and a rope. You need friends who will hold your rope and your basket, who will encourage you. Do you know that the names of the individuals who held the rope for Paul to escape in Acts chapter 9 are not even recorded in the Bible? We don't know their names. If they had been caught that night, they would have been killed with their families because they were aiding a fugitive from Roman justice. They did not know that the guy they were helping was going to write letters to the churches. All they knew was that they were helping a Christian brother. D. Choose friends who will stick with you. Through the valley, through the thick, through the thin, they will be there. In Ruth chapter 1 verse 16 to 18, 
Bible says, but Ruth said, entreat me not to leave you or to turn back from following after you. For wherever you go, I will go. And wherever you lodge, I will lodge. Your people shall be my people and your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more so also. If anything but death parts you and me. When she saw that she was determined not to leave her, she stopped speaking to her. In Proverbs 18 and verse 24, Bible tells us that a man who has friends must himself be friendly. But there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Let me ask you a question. Do you have a friend like that? Do you? Just look through your life and think hard. Do you have a friend like that? E, they must work with you. Sideways relationships must be mutually beneficial. Ladies and gentlemen, many people fail in life not because they lack talent or skill or ability. They just lack the right connections. Life should not be measured by duration alone. It should be measured by the wisdom you apply and the impact you make in people's lives. I am talking about the people skills you need for the life of purpose that you want. We are talking about effective relationship management. You cannot get Christianity right and get relationships wrong because the love of God should translate into loving your neighbor. Yes, the Great Commission is important, but so is the Great Commandment, loving your neighbor as yourself. All I'm saying is that relationship matters. The course I mean, that is the direction and the quality of your life is not just determined by who you are or where you are. It is equally impacted by who you are with. In other words, you guessed it, relationships matter. They are not casual. They are catalytic and consequential. They push us forward or they hold us back. They help us become better or bitter. Some of them help us incrementally. Some of them help us exponentially. Others, very little. But whichever way it is, relationships matter. I can say with enthusiasm and some degree of assurance because the creator and designer of the human species talks about this in the owners and operational manual called the Bible. He says in Proverbs 13 and verse 20, he who walks with wise men will be wise, but the companion of fools will be destroyed. In other words, the creator is saying you become like who you walk with. He said, walk with the wise and become wise. So it means I evolve into adapt character traits and tendencies of the people I am around. So if I walk with the wise, I become wise. But he says the companion of fools 
suffers harm. You see, I find this interesting. He did not say, if I walk with the fool, I will become foolish. He said, I will suffer harm. He also did not say, I have to be a fool to suffer harm. The word fool contextually has spiritual implications. It refers to a person who has spiritual insensitivity, a lack of spiritual awareness. It is the same word used when the Bible said a fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Paul says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26 following, and we talked about this last week. He says that God takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. So it doesn't matter how much intellectual acumen a person has. If they are spiritually insensitive in God's eyes, they are fools. The text says, walk with the wise and you will be wise. Walk with the fool and you will suffer harm. I do not have to be a fool to suffer harm. I just have to walk with one. Hmm. When you are in relationships with people, their character becomes your blessing or your burden. Relationships matter. Proverbs 27 and 17, Bible says, As iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. The wise man is saying here that a man sharpens the countenance, the disposition, the attitude of his friends. In other words, relationships matter. The next thing I want to address is relational management. Relational management is not just about managing your relationships. Relational management is life management. We cannot get life right when we get relationships wrong. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the heart of the implications of the gospel. It is not the gospel. I'm not saying that is the gospel, but it is the heart of the implications of the gospel. When a heart has been reborn, regenerated, redeemed, restored, and changed by Jesus Christ, that heart is not only restored, it engages differently with God and with humanity. Jesus was asked, what is the greatest commandment? He summed up all the commandments into these two axioms. He said, love the Lord with all your heart, soul, and mind, and love your neighbor as yourself. Again, relationships matter because relational management is not just relational management, it is life management. Managing relationships requires more than sincerity, it requires skill. And therefore, if you are going to manage your relationships properly, then you need relational intelligence. Some of the people who are most exploited, most overwhelmed, most overused, the most underappreciated, the most undervalued, most manipulated and deceived are individuals who in their hearts are sincere. But it takes more than sincerity to manage relationships. It takes skill and the ability to do this. It is actually loving in the right perspective. 
Relational intelligence is not just about having the right people in my life. It's about having the right people in the right places in my life. What separates good businesses from great businesses and great companies from good companies, good leaders from great leaders, is not just their ability to put right people on the bus, but to put them in the right seat. Sometimes it is not that we have the wrong people in our lives. Sometimes we have the right people in the wrong places. The million dollar question is not just who I have in my life, but also where I place them and putting them in their proper place. It is actually stewardship. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our responsibility. It means you cannot wait for anyone to have a revelation of what is in your best interest and your well-being. It means you cannot live life out of obligation, allowing others to assume that they are entitled to places of intimacy and access into your life simply because they have some degree of tenure or they share your last name. I know some of you may not like the sound of that, but love must be freely given to everybody. Access is a gift that you have to give to those that you have discerned will steward it well. Love is freely giving. Bible commands me to love you freely, but access into my life is a gift you give to those who have demonstrated they will steward it well. This is relational intelligence. We will continue another time. But before I sign off, here are my final thoughts to you. When God wants to birth a future, he births a relationship. When the enemy also wants to destroy a future, he also births a relationship. Unnecessary relationships produce unrealistic expectations. You will be known as much for the people you avoid as much as the ones you associate with. So never attempt to take people past their expiration date of their season in your life. Celebrate the seasons God puts people in your life and the reasons he takes them out. And finally, don't be a pack rat of wrong people. Before I sign off, I'd like to remind you that relationships matter. I'd like to make a request of you. If this content has been a blessing to you, please subscribe and share it with your friends and family so that you and I can together be a blessing to them. And if you are ever in the Twin Cities area of Minnesota, come by and visit us in person at Christ Covenant Chapel located in Brooklyn Center at 5452 DuPont Avenue North. You may also connect with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Until next time, I will see you at the top. Shalom.